And welcome back to the final installment of Crisis on Infinite Comics Live. Uh, not quite from the uh, Southern Fried Comic Con 2010. We are a few days removed from it. Uh, but we're recording this, you know, closing statement of just how amazing it was. I am your host, Cody Shedd, joined by my faithful servant and best friend and all-around amazing guy, Danny Rushing. Did you hear the enthusiasm in his voice? It was bliss. Um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, the con was, it, it was great. I, I mean, yeah, it, it's not a huge convention, as we, I believe we've said before, uh, but for uh, being such a, I, I don't know if I'd really call it small, but, you know, smaller, mid-sized, mid-sized obviously lesser-known convention at this point. Hopefully that'll change over the next couple of years, uh, but... You know, honestly, I I think I'd have to say if it came down to coming to this show and watching it grow and being around the people and the caliber of uh, people that are coming to this show and being a part of it and helping it, uh, you know, move along and grow and get bigger, uh, if it came down between that and going to San Diego for the big comic convention, I honestly don't know if I would go to San Diego. Yeah. I have to agree. I think it was more fun. At this point in that comic convention's lifespan, and this podcast's lifespan, to um, interview Dale and Roland and Andy than it might have been to interview Jeff Johns or Ivan Reese at this point. Because we're young. They're young. Kind of. Kind (laughs) of. But um, I loved every second of it. There were a few things I wish I could have done a little differently. Such as? Such as? Um, I wish I'd have got my one-man Justice League picture sketch. But but you did get someone to do you a Blue Lantern Superman. I did, and it's awesome. Um, also, uh, uh, since, uh, obviously Gina is not here right now because uh, we're actually on the way back from dropping her off back... With her uh, grandmother. With her grandmother. Uh at a casino, so she will be doing much drinking and much losing of money tonight. Hopefully winning some money, but the odds are against her. Um, she actually picked up a, uh, a a picture of Spongebob. In a dra- Batman. Yeah, in a Batman costume for her son, which I, I think is pretty, pretty, pretty freaking epic. Um, also, uh, in addition to the Batman, I got a Superman done. Uh, she also left with a Venom sketch, and uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. It was Venom. Oh, Jack Skellington from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, so, good stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I got a little more than that. Uh, stickers. Uh, someone had printed off some of their drawings as stickers. One was Power Girl, one was Batman. Uh, I believe Gina left with the Power Girl sketch. Also, just another update. I don't... See, it's been such a hectic week, so you may hear some overlapping comments. I don't know if we discussed this already or not. I don't think we did. We haven't. Not that uh, any. Children. Yeah. But actually, we found the person uh, who is going to do the, the art for the contest. Uh, it will be a drawing of Power Girl uh, done by uh, Andy Childress, who, uh, if you're listening to this, you've already heard. Uh, multiple times. Uh, yeah, multiple times. A great artist. Um, and... Not only that, but he's also doing it, uh, you know, just doing it for us, uh, which is a great thing. And we, we do plan on having him and and Dale 
and Roland Man, you know, back on the show. Especially, uh, I'm really interested uh, in getting Roland back on the show so we can, you know, get a, a little more of an insider's view on, on the mainstream business, you know, working for, for Marvel and everything. And uh, I, I think he's going to have some interesting tales for us. And, and Andy, when you listen to this, no, you're not eligible to win the contest. Yeah, as much as, as, as we would love for you to win it, you know. But then again, why would you want to win your own art? You know, probably just for bragging rights. Like, oh, I won the show. Yeah. But sorry, you know, life sucks. Draw another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, uh, we do uh, want to thank everyone who allowed us uh, to interview them and, and gave us uh, a bit of their time. I know we, we only planned on doing, you know... Oh, bless you. Thank you. Well, we only plan on doing five to eight minute interviews, and I think most of them end up being more... 15 to 20. 15 to 20 minutes. So we, we do appreciate these people giving their time, and, and you know, especially walking away from uh, where they had everything set up and just sit down with us and, and uh, you know, chat it up a little bit. Uh, we didn't want the interviews to seem too formal, you know, because we think that kind of that kind of takes away from the, um, you know, the feeling of the interview. We wanted to feel more... Um, Sunday conversation, uh, like our podcast. Yeah, like the podcast. You know, we're we're pretty casual on the show. Uh, we don't get you know really formal or or anything like that. So we kind of wanted to keep the interviews like that. And I think that definitely uh, we we accomplished that goal. So uh, you get to see these people as they are, cracking jokes, just laid back, not you know rigid and uptight, and, and being grilled to death with questions. I I, I think we we only asked like three, four questions. And, yeah, consistently. And then, yeah, and the rest of it was just conversation, which I, I think is great. Um, uh, but uh, I'm actually on my way back to Mississippi from Louisiana right now, so we're kind of re- recording another road show. Uh, the Antiques Road Show. Yeah, the Antiques Road because Show. Because everybody mentioned, everybody that we interviewed talked about, with the exception of Jesse and Anthony, everybody talked about buying comic books in the grocery store. Yeah, uh, the, the grocery stores, the, the truck stops, 7-Elevens. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I kind of wanted to touch on that for a minute because if you think about that, all these people, uh, you know, all these older people, not old, but older, um, that's where they got into comics. That's how they got interested was, uh, you know, going to the grocery store with their mom and just sitting out the mag rack uh, reading comics. And I just want to point out how frightening it is that so many people got into comics that way and it's not there anymore. I mean, that that's kind of alarming to me. Um, and I, I know there's going to be a lot of background noise on this, and I apologize, but, you know, there are other vehicles on the road, so... Uh, but I'm not cursing. And he's not cursing, so so bear with us. Um, but I, I just... that That's frightening to me that, you know, that's the way that such a large population of the, the comic community got into it, and it's, it's no longer available, so... You know, what does that leave for, for this generation and the next? Is, is the comic community going to, to shrink or, or um, you know, will there be some initiative um, from DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, you know, all these people? Will, will there be some push for them to get these books back into everyday places like that, that, you know, parents are going to go and the kids are going to be exposed to them? Because I really think that is key for the survival of the medium. I agree, because, like, you know, you've heard people say, you're not just going to end up stopping at a comic book store randomly. you got to go out and 
hopefully you're looking for them. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's a problem. Because uh, eight to fifteen year olds, you know, over their parents will probably go to Walmart, Kmart, Target, Belk. You know, they're not going to go to the comic store. Yeah, yeah, and that's sad. Um, you know, I, I think that they should start carrying comics and in place that everybody goes. You know, put them in uh, game stops. Uh, video game stores because you know parents are going to take their kids in there every so often and if they're there they're going to get exposed to it and I know me as a, as a child I would have uh, this is danger no forms <laughs> wow oh sorry random observations for the win uh, we love heroes and dreams oh Don't get I, us and, wrong. and even if they sold comics in video game stores and Walmart and, and grocery stores I, I would still go to heroes and dreams Personally, because you know, and I, and I know I don't even expect him to carry you know uh, all these tons of books monthly. You know, just have a little section on the rack with like you know four or five comics. That that's enough to get people in. That's enough to get people interested. And then from there, you can move into to uh, you know kids talking to their parents and they go to the comic shop. Um, but it, it's 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 frightening. And as a child, as I was saying, I would have. You know, I, if I was in a, a game store, my mom was like, you know, you can have one game. Well, video games now are like 60 bucks a piece. Yeah. Newer ones. And so, I, I mean, I would totally be the kid to run over there and grab like seven comics and be like, I'll take this instead. And you're still spending less money. Um, but, you know, I, I realize that every kid's not like that, but there would still be a, a large uh, group of people that got into comics that way. Um, and, I, I mean, I've, I've known that, you know, that wasn't happening anymore and that it wasn't going on. Uh, but it wasn't until this weekend we realized how much of an impact that, that had on people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, because the first comic book I ever owned, I got in a grocery store. Yeah, well, I got mine at a yard sale, but uh, I, I did. I, I read comics at, at racks when I was a kid. I, I mean, I was too young to actually read them, but I looked at the pictures. Uh, but you know something has to be done. There, there has to be something. Uh, there, there has to be a, another place to get comics other than a comic shop and and uh, bookstores. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to be done about it, but I think it's vital that something uh, be done about it uh, because. I mean, without comics, you know, I'm, everybody that listens to this show is a pretty avid comic book fan. How differently would your life, how differently would your life have turned out without this medium that you are so passionate about? Um, I, I mean, you know, a lot of people joke when, when people think, take things too serious like video games or comics. But, I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, the impact that those comics have had on your life, if you're... You know, 40, 50 years old, and you're still reading comics. That's a significant part of your life. That is something that you should take seriously. That is something that you should be passionate about. And it is something that, you know, you should hold. You know, you should hold it up on a pedestal and say, well, you know, these books should be this good. I'm not going to accept subpar, uh, as Marvel's doing and, and DC's doing in some areas. Uh, but. You should take comics seriously because you spend such a large uh, portion of your life buying, reading, buying, reading, listening uh, to podcasts, listening watching to podcasts, movies, 
I mean, that, without you guys, this show wouldn't exist. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure that we would, you know, do something, but we wouldn't be recording on a on a constant basis to, you know, talk to ourselves. I mean, I've always said whether I have two listeners or, or two hundred, I would do the show. But if there were, you know, zero listeners, what would the point be? So, I mean, this show is, is um, I know this is really stereotypical with people on the radio and TV, but, uh, I mean, with, without listeners, who are you talking to? Who gives you the feedback? Nobody. So, I mean, you really you really have to look at, at um, what's made an impact on your life. And I know there's several stories of, of people who comics inspired them, inspired them to do something better with their life. It wasn't the actual comic that... You know, it was their own will that they got up and did it. Uh, but like one, of, there was a guy on a panel uh, who was talking about um, he read Captain America, and Captain America made him strive to do something with his life, to do this, do that, be patriotic, uh, join the military, all because Captain America lit that spark in him. Was that David? Um, I, I don't remember the guy's name. That was one of the panels I did not get to stay for the whole time. Um, but, you know, I mean, so that that's kind of... Uh, that's a huge impact on his life that comics had. The comics make him get up and go do it, but they inspired him to do something and better his life and the life of other people. And I don't see how you can discredit something that has that kind of effect. And it's not just him. Uh, people that are listening. Uh, how have comics inspired you or driven you to do something? Uh, these are the kind of stories that we would love for you to write in and tell us. Uh, just let us know how comics have changed your life, inspired you, uh, got you to get up and go do something to better yourself. Because in the grand scheme of things, that's what's important. Uh, you can sit there and, you know, you can be the guy that just reads comics for entertainment. Well, still, that's that's an impact on your life. When you want to be entertained, you pick up a comic. Uh, so, you know, some degrees are, are lesser than others, but still, there is some impact there. Uh, wow, we, we went totally off on a tangent here. Uh, as you heard, uh, we're going to have Roland and Andy back on the show. Two very knowledgeable creative. I was going to get to that. Uh, two very um, knowledgeable in the business, uh, all around great guys. I, I mean, we, we talked to both of them outside of the interview. Wonderful people. Um, and uh, Dale, uh, probably the episode after this one, we're going to be recording on a Tuesday from Heroes of Dreams, and Dale will be on that episode, uh, because he specifically wanted us to do that, he wanted, uh, to be more involved with the show, and, and wanted to, uh, to be here, and, and, you know, uh, get his word out to the listeners, get his stories out. He's supported us since day one. Yeah, he, he has supported us since day one, he has, he has given us support, done, you know, uh, I mean, you, you've heard us talk about the numerous things that, that, uh, that Dale's done, and, we, we appreciate him and everybody at Heroes and Dreams for it. Uh, they, they've been really great to us. And, and uh, the, the local community that that actually had heard of the show today really just kind of, you know, got us rolling. And I, I, for me, even more passionate about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if we ever told you the story or not. We walked into Heroes and Dreams on a Monday morning yeah. at like 11 o'clock. They had just opened. Dale was in there. And um, we're looking at the books on the rack. Right. What are y'all looking for exactly? So we talked a little bit about what we were both interested in. And then through the idea, like, we're thinking about doing a, a comic book podcast. And he just looked at us and was like, that's really cool. Y'all should do that. Yeah. And um, it's gone to, from an ember to a wildfire since then. Yeah, and I, I really thought it was inspiring when when people had already heard of the show that I didn't even know these people. You know, and, and uh, you know, we love our listeners everywhere. Uh, Australia. Even Canada. Australia. Even that guy in Canada that hacked our Facebook. We love you too. Just don't do it again. Um, but it's it really uh, reinvigorates us as hosts of this show when we run into people here locally. They're like, hey, you're, you're those guys from... Uh, Price on Infinite Comics. Yeah, I, I listen to your show. You know that that really and I, and I make jokes about you know it inflating my head and me being a big deal. You know that that's all good and, and, and jokey, but really it just it makes us feel good about what we're doing. Um, you know, especially you know if it's somebody you know and you know they listen and they're like, you yeah, know, that was a good show the other day. That's one thing, but when you have somebody that's you, you've never even seen this person before, never heard of them, they're just like, hey. You know, I listen to your show. It's really good. You know, that that's a whole other level of, you know, well, I guess what we're doing is a good thing. And, and you know, it's just, it, it's amazing when you come across that. I don't know how many people out there actually do something like this or, or write articles or TV or anything like that. But when you have somebody, you know, just approach you and, you know, you know congratulate you on a good job that you're doing, uh, it's it's really just reinvigorating and, and uh It'll rehype your passion because uh, I think our episodes continue to get better and better as we go. Um, but I also think, at least myself, I, I kind of hit I hit a stride where you know I was uh, you know I was comfortable with the show and I was complacent. And I think that's the worst thing that could happen to this show is if we get happy with where we're at. We should continually strive to be better, continually strive to bring you more, continually, uh, you know, just push ourselves and push the limits of how good and how big this show can get. I agree. I would love nothing more than to meet all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. That would, that would be wonderful. Uh, and I frequent lots of comic book stores in several states on a regular basis. And, you know, if you're out there and you're listening to us, you want, you know, want us to come by, just drop us an email. Tell us, you know, if you work at a store. You can tell us where you work, you know. Yeah, especially if you work at a store. Uh, especially if it's in Mississippi, Louisiana, any of the neighboring states there. Uh, tell us you want us to come in interview you. You want us to come in and um, do a show from your store. You want us to come in and just, you know, whatever. I, I know we're not celebrities, but if you want to get your voice out on this podcast and we have the means to get you on this show... Whether it be interview in your face, whether it be Skype, whether it be your emails, any way we can, we want to we want to support not just DC or not just Heroes and Dreams. Now, DC and Heroes and Dreams are special to us. Um, uh, Heroes and Dreams is and always will be until they close their doors, which I hope is never. never will be my comic shop. 
But if you run a comic shop, if you work at a comic shop, drop us a line. Uh, send us an email. Uh, set up a Skype interview. Something. Just not not for us to toot our own horn and feel like no, celebrities. For us to toot your horn because it's more of an honor to us that you would even think that we would be good enough to be in that position. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's not for us to toot our horn. It's for us to support this entire community, whether it be Marvel, DC, Valiant, Dark, Valiant, Dark Horse, Image, whether it be anything, whether it you know you're a local comic shop, a, a comic shop in Saskatchewan, it doesn't matter. Skype is. I mean, we'll set up interviews with anybody we can. Hey, I don't mind driving to Saskatchewan. Uh, I think I'll pass. Um, <laughs> in the wintertime. Yeah, well, that might be all right. But I mean, we're, we're here to promote the comic book community as a whole not just our little corner of it um you know uh, yeah we we refer to our little corner here in mississippi a whole lot because that's what we know but and we harp on dc all the time and we 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 rag marvel a good bit we rag dc a good bit we rag dc a good bit um you know it's just when, when we first started this we did not we weren't you know, really thinking about just, you know, promoting comics or promoting a store or anything like that. We were just, hey, let's review these books, have fun, get on a microphone and put it out to people. But I think now, especially after this convention, I have a completely different view on this show. I view it more as a way for us to help further the industry and to get more people's names out there. And, uh, you know, that that's really what we're here for. That may have not been our original intention, but I, I think that our quest has aspired to something higher. Uh, so I implore you that if, if, if you own a comic shop, if you work at one, contact us. Um, we'll interview you. We'll read your emails and plug your store. Uh, just whatever we have to do to you know, promote comics and your store, whatever. Uh, because... None of us, as a comic book fan, wants to see comics go by the wayside. Not and, at all. And the only way we can keep them here is if we work as a community from all different angles. Not, you know, well, you read DC and I read Marvel. You know, we, we can't promote the same thing. No, we're not promoting a brand. We're promoting a form industry. of an industry, a form of art. Um, so I know this is going Completely went off topic from from the convention, but I, no, I think it's right on topic because comic book conventions are made so people like us, people like our listeners, people like the two of us, people like Brandy and Gina and Dale can get together because we don't support just one particular you know business. That's right. We support an industry. We support a dying art form because comic books are nearly as popular. Like Roland said back in the day. Marvel would sell 100,000 copies of one book a week, and now they barely sell 25,000. Yeah. It's a dying art form, and if we have the passion that we have now, we can fight for it, fight for it, fight for it, and we can't succeed unless we unite. Yeah. Yeah, fans of any any brand or any story or any hero or any horror comic, any mystery comic, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're all the same community. You could be like, hey, I like... I like new Marvel. Hey, that's your prerogative. Cool, man. Uh, I mean, this show is our opinions. Uh, we're, I'm not going to make fun of you for liking modern Marvel. No, he'll make fun of you for living in Louisiana before he makes fun of you for mocking modern Marvel. Yeah. 
but I mean that's the thing we're all part of a singular community no matter what brand you read what genre that's irrelevant we all have to support this art form and I think that this show is is giving us a medium to bring people together and that's really what we want to do we really appreciate it when you tell your friends about hey go listen to Crisis on Infinite Comics yeah and um I know I have been the world's worst on getting the forums up and going, but you have my word that by the next time, uh, after you hear this, by the next time we record an episode, we will have a fully fleshed out forum for our listeners to go to, because we really, really, really want you guys to become a community. We really want you to spread the word. Uh, we really just, we want to get these people, like-minded people together who love the art form, and we want to see some good discussion on there. Uh, so you have my word. And if I go back on it, you can crucify me. Uh, All you do is the draft. Yeah, he'll give you my address. Wait. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, but anyway, you know, um, so we, we really just, we want this to, to be bigger than life, uh, bigger than us. Uh, like we said, this show's not about uh, Cody and Danny. Or Danny and Cody. Cody and Danny. Uh, this show is, it, it's about community people, uh, comic books, uh, and, and this show has, it's got a long ways to go, you know. You may think we sound like the two old guys in the balcony off the Muppet show. And some, if, sometimes we do. If Oliver Queen looks like Bobby Hill, we're going to poke fun of it. Yeah, just like if Spider-Man has a clone that's really horrible, and that then, actually... and then his, and then his wife with Mary Jane is suddenly mysteriously dissolved by some convoluted storyline, we're going to make fun of it. Thank you, Joe Casada. Thank you. Thank you, Joe Casada. But it's not about, you know, the fact... Hey, what do you think would happen to Joe Casada if I threw a cross at him? I think he'd catch on fire. You think so? Or sparkle. Sparkle. Twinkle. Uh, but yeah. The uh, little bat. Oh, I wonder where you're at. Yep. Anyway. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, I know this seems like... Uh, a rant fest, and in some ways it is, but I think that this rant right here that you're listening to holds more weight behind it than anything either of us have said on this show to date. Uh, I, I really think that, and I hope Danny feels the same way. We I, This just kind of came out of my mouth. I, we didn't discuss any of this beforehand. No, just started recording, but I do agree with you. Uh, yeah, but I, I really, I want this show to be larger than life. I want it to be big. I wanted to bring people together. Uh, for every person that listens to this show, if you tell one or two friends about this show, uh, we can get this going and uh, we can bring you more coverage, better coverage. Um, you know, uh, we, we plan on moving this show to a weekly format as soon as we can. Uh, or, you know, we're, we're talking about it. We're trying to figure out how we can work it out. Um, no, we we're not saying that we're going to be popping out as many episodes as, say, Crisis to Crisis or uh, the Bad Girl podcast. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, but that's one of the things I love about this podcast. We try to stick to a schedule and oftentimes fail, but we have several listeners that stick with us. You know, regardless, for every person that unsubscribes, I know there's two out there that resubscribe or that subscribe for the first time. Um, so, I mean, just tell your friends about it. Uh, if they're interested in comics, tell them. Tell them to go subscribe. Leave us uh, reviews. Uh, the, because the, the more of those five-star reviews are good reviews. I'm not saying just 
hand out fives like it's going out of style, give us an honest review how you feel. If you think we suck, give us a one. That's fine. Well, tell us why so yeah. we can improve. Yeah, I, I am all for constructive criticism. If you think we suck, don't just say, you suck, and that's it. You know, give us some feedback. Tell us why. We will improve. Uh, I mean, above all else, we're here for two things. We are here to talk about something that we are very passionate about, and we are here to entertain the people that are listening. Yes. More that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. We're we're here. Our comedy antics are for your entertainment and our entertainment. We go back and listen to the episodes. You're like, it was sucks. You know. Oh God, don't do that ever again. Uh, but you know, um, you know, we're not making money off this show. Uh, we're not trying to make money off of this show. Um, you know, if that were to happen, if we were to get a listener base where we could, and right. it would be you know feasible. Uh, you know, we're never, ever, ever going to charge a subscription fee to listen to this show in any way possible. No, that will never happen. This will always be a free, free show. Podcast. Yes, it will always be a free podcast. Um, you know, there may come a day where if we do start going to these bigger conventions and, you know, uh, we need equipment. We're recording this right now on a $3.50 microphone attached to an iPod Touch. We don't have any, you know top-of-the-line equipment, uh, but if you want video interviews, if you want higher-quality quali- higher audio, um, you know, if we get to the point where we're doing this, um, I, I'll, I'll probably set up a, a PayPal account for the show, you know, for donations, tips, you know, just, hey, here's 50 cents, you did a good job, uh, but that will always be voluntary. We're, we're never going to ask you to pay us for this content. I, I think that would be ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, I, I had this spur of the moment, just passion to get this word out. And uh, I hope that, you know, you all take it for what it is. And, and uh, you know, there, there's no tip jar right now. <laughs> you know, don't, uh, don't even go looking. Um, uh, but, you know. One thing I will say to our listeners I know some of you don't have the, the luxury of having a local comic store that you can go to. Yeah. But. And we also know that uh, Marvel and DC subscription services suck. Yeah. But one thing that I will tell you is if you have access to a local comic store, go there. Don't just be a fly on the wall going to get your books and leave. Talk to those guys. Most of them would love nothing more than know why it is that you are picking up the books that you're picking up. Oh yeah, that that's how we kind of got our relationship started with Dale and everyone else in the stores. Uh, if you can't tell, Danny and I like to talk. Oh yeah, we're, we're not wallflowers by any means. So when we go in there, you know, we just started yakking it up. And before long, you know, we're going out to dinner with these guys. You know, we're hanging out with them. We're, you know, doing this, doing that, doing this. Oh, uh, but, so um, yeah, that's number one. Uh, in order to be a cohesive community, you have to communicate uh, that's the road. Oh, okay. Really bad road, sorry. Uh, but, I mean, and another thing, when you go into your local comic shop, uh, tell the guys that work there about this show. Tell the people in there about it if you strike up a conversation. Uh, because the more listeners we get, like I said, the more motivated we are. Uh, 
the more we hear from you, the more motivated we are. And the feedback that we've gotten so far has been amazing. Yes, it has. And we appreciate everyone that has ever written into this show or talked to us on Facebook, messages on Facebook, any form. Still waiting for that 11th reason, Mr. Bailey. The 11th reason and the one reason why God Gardner's cool. The gauntlet has been thrown again, Bailey. Uh, <laughs> we had to pick it back up, dust it off, and throw it down again because you didn't respond. But we will continue to do so until, until you respond because we're stubborn bastards. Uh, now, well, we, got, we got the bastards part right. I uh, understand that our, our language got a little loose cannon uh, here for a little while, but we, we're. Please disregard my driving language. <laughs> Well, I just meant in general over the past couple episodes. It has gotten a little worse than it started out. Uh, but we're, we're going to do our best to clean that up. Because we, we do want this to be a show you can listen to with your kids. Uh, because even if there's not comic books in the grocery store, there's the internet. and Especially with DC's new digital comics that they've uh, just passed. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, though. I'm not a big fan of it. But, but I think that it will, you know, it'll be good for some people. Yeah, you know, like people with iPod Touch, people with um, iPads and iPhones. Yeah, it, it'll be great. So anything that just gets it out there to more people, I'm completely okay with. Um, I, I think we should probably, uh, you know, close this down about now. But um, really fiery little snippet here. I'm, I'm happy with it. I ain't mad. Um, but you know, uh, this is the final part of. Southern Fried Comic Con 2010. Third annual, baby. Jackson, Mississippi. I am your host, Cody Shedd, with my faithful co-host and best friend, Danny Rushing. And um, we'll catch you on the